let's do it. Let's let's talk some soothing words into the ears of the of the uh, the panicking investors right now. <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> oh true. my god! I mean, no, we're all gonna actually... be broke. Earthquakes. Yeah. Sleep <laughs> under the bridge, bro. Yeah. No. The bridge. The bridge is temporary, but the Lamborghini is forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but right, I, i'm actually right. super happy Sorry, that, that, yeah. that that uh, i have someone to talk to <laughs> with some experience in the market it's also i think just as many people out there listening uh it's good good to kind of level with somebody who who has done this before who has been through yeah. the ups and downs and um before we go into what happened today a little catch up Hello and welcome to Unforkable, the podcast that brings you them juicy stories straight from the blockchain. Today on the show, well, it's a very special last minute emergency show. Um, you all know what happened last night. The market crashed brutally. So I rang up an old friend, Christian, who was actually in the very first podcast with me, Christian Spar. He has a crypto trading bot. And I figured, hey, let's talk with someone who's also affected by this, who's in the market, um, who has gone through this before and let's just exchange some ideas so it's a very spontaneous episode uh we, we're just exchanging ideas we're talking about stuff like is this the end of the bull market how to not get liquidated um where, where are we going from here and also kind of putting it a little bit in perspective what has happened last night or yesterday during the day i hope you enjoy the show as always please check out cryptobelly.jobs if you're looking for a job or if you want to post a job for your company and go to unforkable.cc and sign up for the email list so you're always in the know when new cool shit is dropping. What have you been up to the last uh, half a year, let's say? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, I'm doing my... Uh, at the beginning of the year, I decided uh, to buy a motorcycle. I'm overdue. I'm 27 now. I have to, <laughs> I have to get my license now. Do you have yeah, an so organ donor uh, card as well? I haven't I haven't thought about that yet. <laughs> not not planning on donating my organs right now. Maybe, <laughs> but of course as, not. Of course not. <laughs> maybe somebody else decides to crash into me and donate my organs for me. We no, will uh, see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess it's just that uh, this kind of market brings those kinds of uh, images to my mind. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, motorcycle, especially when it rains like this. Fuck. Mm, yeah. No. Yeah. True. But wait a second. So, so, but does, uh, what what have you been up to um, with the bot and with your, with your crypto career and you right. know, like so, how, how deep are you in your crypto now? Uh, I I prefer not to mention any numbers, of course, right? I, of course. I, I'm gonna keep that private. But of course, you know, since you know, uh, since when when the first podcast cast hit and we we talked about you know the times back then. Um, yeah, stuff is even even after this drop, right? It's still everything is uh, worth a lot more than it was back then. So, like this is this is always what I go back to when people say, "Oh no, it crashed," the the bubble has burst, or or what whatever rhetoric you see in the news or in social media or on YouTube or wherever, it's always mm -hmm. like, "Look, I mean, it's it's it's." it's a Bitcoin is thirty thousand dollars right now, or it's it's more. It it rebounded right probably to thirty five or thirty seven something like that. It's that's insane. If you if you if you told me that like five years ago when I started, yeah. it's like 
it's going to be 30,000 one day in just five years? What? Hmm. Oh, yeah, but it's going to go not, not in a straight line, but it's going to go up to 20, then back down to three or three and a half or whatever it was, depending on the exchange. Then it's going to work its way up to 10, then 20 again, and then to 60, and then back to 30. I'm like, okay, well, if you ignore all the waves, then you're just looking at a easy 10x, right? Starting with 3k, and now it's 30k. That's a 10x. Yeah, but in yeah. it, it could have been a 20x, and if you sold at 20 and bought back at, at, at 3, and then sold at 60 and bought back at 30, it's like it's, you could have made a 100x or whatever. It's like, oh, wow, okay. Are we going to complain that we only get 10x instead of 100x? I don't think so. <laughs> right? So <laughs> But but you know what you sound like a hotler now. Um and back back then when we talked uh and we we talked during a special time where there was obviously it was a little bit a calmer time before this crazy bull run that we all mm -hmm. now uh, enjoyed. And I guess also a lot of people brought, who are listening might have been brought in was by it, the was latest. Was it really calm run. back then? When, when was the first uh, podcast we had? 2017? 16? No. Yeah, I think it was, was 18. Uh, no, 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 it was uh, 2018 or, or 19 right, even. Yeah. 2019, I think. All right. Okay. So that was calm. Yes. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then I agree. Okay. That, that, was, that was calm. Okay, but it's not like we didn't know about the volatility that could potentially oh, no. happen, right? No, no, right. and uh, and and you have been you have been through uh, uh, the 2017 bull run, and I guess uh, uh, if I'm not wrong, also to an earlier bull run before, or no, was that the no, one? No. That's that was the one. that was the first one I saw. Okay, and okay. it's <laughs> what a way to learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I've been through that one again. too. And how about your um, how is your uh, bot going? Right, the trading bot. We we took it offline for uh, a bit, and it's kind of embarrassing. Nothing specifically went wrong, but uh, <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you the summary. Right, so mm -hmm. we we improved the uh, underlying tech. Right, so, I mean the, the the trading logic is still identical. It, it still does the exact same thing. And then there came the time where we're like, okay, let's build in an automated payment system. We need a KYC and we need a payment system. So why, uh, why we, would you need that? Can you explain that? Uh, well, because we are a company, Block Spirit, and um, you know, for legal reasons, we have to do KYC with 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 end customers, with with end users. So we mm -hmm. we're not allowed to do business illegally with with people who don't pass basic KYC, right? Ah, they onboard with you. And... Exactly. So okay, we have, have to, to check. Sure. We have to check. Look, are you some sort of terrorist or are you on some sort of list? Whatever. Where's the money coming from? So on and so forth. And uh, funny thing is, we didn't pass KYC. <laughs> it's not because okay. we did anything illegal or anything, uh... but because uh, one of our um, one of our uh, passports has expired, and we have to renew that. And it's going to take another month until we have the the, the earliest possible uh, date to do that. So kind of kind of funny, right? Okay. We built, the, we, built the, we test all our clients for KYC and then we don't even pass it ourselves. Oh. Kind of funny, but yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's yeah. not a big deal. We get that done. But after that, um, the new version is online again, and then yeah. And and uh, Christian, do you still uh, use the bot yourself for your holdings or? Are you? Because you, you talk would, to me like a hodler, and you seem to yeah. me to be like a hodler, and not like this guy who wants to trade five times a day. But you have the bot that trades all the time. So yeah, 
where do you put your own money? Uh, my own money would be, I mean, I always use my own bot. Of course I did, right? Because I know it's a good product. Um, mm. But right now, yeah, we, we just took it offline because, yeah, not 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 the best management on our end, right? Because we 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 created a new version with all the tech and all the code implemented, and we we took the old one offline in the meantime, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we wanted to put the new one online, and then we realized it didn't work because of the KYC. So mm -hmm. right now we're just we're just we're just offline. We just want to get this over with and then continue with the new version. Okay. Um, but yeah. Compare. I mean, I mean, but you had it but, running uh, for a while, and how yeah, did I had it, it running perform? exactly. Uh, how did it perform? Just fine. I mean, the, the numbers were, I mean, it's, it, it does a small, a, a little bit extra, like it, it varies between months. You know, if you get 1% or 0.1% or 0.01% relative to buy and hold, but there's always like a little bit of extra that you get. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's, it performed uh, fine. But, but yeah. Not, you, but also, that doesn't sound like a huge difference. I mean, uh, uh, no, it's not. For the effort. Uh, for, it's just for, for optimizing. Yeah, this is this is this is what it is. It's a it's a low risk, low reward strategy, right? Portfolio mm -hmm. rebalancing. Um, okay. All it does is just it's just slightly optimizing your average, so you're outperforming the 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 hodl value just by mm -hmm. a by a little bit. We're working mm -hmm. on a new version though, right? One that's AI powered. That's actually going to make predictive trades, uh, which which are going to bring you know. A lot more risk, but also a lot more reward with it, right? That's always that's always a correlation. You cannot really get yeah. rid of that. If anybody sells you something like an, an automated trading algorithm and he promises you lots of return but very little risk, you know it's a scam. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it seems like you want to add risk on top of risk because, as we've seen, and let's now talk uh, about today, because I think that's where everybody wants to hear. Yeah, you're, what you're saying hodling today. is enough of a risk, right? Yeah, just being in the space is inherently risky. And um, mm -hmm. I, you know, when you scroll through Twitter, you you get always those uh, people who say, "Hey, I'm totally wrecked." Uh, <laughs> da 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 da. Um, Marching called um, very quickly for people because I'm I'm myself more. I don't do any like leveraged trading or at yeah. all actually. And if you do it's your own trading. fault. <laughs> exactly. Can you can you quickly explain what what is the you know like do you trade margin or do uh I don't, what is your take no. on that? Okay. Uh I I tried it a little bit so, but just as a proof of concept, right? Because uh that was my it was a lesson for me to try and see, okay, how does margin trading work in, in crypto, right? Is it exactly the same as with, with traditional assets? What's the logic behind it? What happens when you get, you know, uh, when you get uh, margin called, when you get liquidated and all that? Uh, mm -hmm. So I did that with, with a tiny little bit of testing budget, right? So I just it's, it's basically like, what did I do? Like like $20 or something I used just, just to try it out and see what the market is and if, if the product that's being sold to people or that's the service that's being offered to people, if, if it works or not, you know, mm -hmm. based on what, what, you know, what, what a $20 test can test is, is that's the little bit of experimentation okay. I've done, but it's not like, yeah, I, I, I was, my conclusion was, oh yeah, it works pretty cool. Never mm -hmm. going to touch this again. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, I recently started to, 
um, as you know, uh, I'm a hodler and uh, I yes. think I always will be. But uh, I recently started to follow some some big traders online, you know, like uh, Crypto mm -hmm. Cobain and other ones. And just hearing what they have. Ha have you heard of that name? No, I don't. Never no? Oh, okay. Well, I well, know this Tone Vase. Tone Vase. I think this is... Uh, yeah, I heard guy. about that one too. Yeah. And I think... Well, I didn't want to interrupt, but yeah, please continue. Yeah, and, and, and there... Um, I mean, these guys are always doing margin trading and I felt like, hey, uh, am I, you know, like I started to doubt myself, like, hey, I could have made much more money if I would have like uh, some courage to do some margin trading. Exactly. That's the greed. And I, I have no that. idea what, 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 what I would be doing, you know, like basically when you margin trade, you, you borrow money you don't have and you can have like a 3x, 5x, 10x yeah. i think even so 100x quick, quick very simplified logic about margin trading for those listening who don't really know so basically you can have basically what, what what you're trading is a contract you're not trading the bitcoin itself let's just go with the example of mm -hmm. bitcoin the, 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 there's two parties of this contract one party is going to sell the other party one bitcoin to the current price but not today rather in a week so basically the contract represents a bet the buying party says, okay, I'm buying this Bitcoin from you at the current price in a week, is betting that the price in one week is going to be higher than the current price. So they're securing themselves a Bitcoin for the current price, but they only have to pay up and get the Bitcoin in one week. Basically, what you're thinking is, yeah, the Bitcoin is going to be 10% uh, more in one week. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this contract today so that in one week I can trade arbitrage. I can uh, fulfill this contract, buy the uh, Bitcoin from, this, from the selling party for the current price. And then, um, you know, I have a Bitcoin for cheaper than market value at that time. And I can sell it for arbitrage 10% more right there on a different exchange or whatever, right? That's, the, that's a very classical example of margin trading. And what you can do is, of course, you can buy multiple of these uh, contracts, right? You can buy 10 contracts instead of just one. And boom, now you have your uh, Bitcoin trade leveraged by, by 10x. And mm -hmm. the, how, how, what, what if you're wrong, though, right? So what if, what if the price goes down? How does the exchange that's selling you these or that, that lets you trade these uh, contracts as a commodity, uh, how do they make sure that you know, you can pay up. Basically, you have to pay up front. The money gets locked in, in a way. And uh, if you're wrong, then you get liquidated. Your, your, your assets that you, the, the, the money that you locked in is automatically used to, to fulfill the contract uh, for, for, for the buying side. Mm -hmm. It's hard to explain in a foreign language, but you, you get yeah. the point, right? So basically, if you're trading 10x, then you can only be wrong 10%. It's one divided by 10. If you're trading 3x, then you can be 30, 33% wrong because it's one divided by three, right? It's always it's always the, the, the opposite value, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If you're 10% wrong in a 10x trade, that's, that's the line where the exchange decides, okay, now you get liquidated or the funds that you, that the, your, your, your bet uh, your, your stake that you used to bet on this contract is now being used to just mm -hmm. buy the underlying asset and there's nothing you can do about it anymore. You don't yeah. have that risk with, with hodling or with, with, with trading the underlying asset itself. You cannot mm -hmm. be liquidated like that. 
which is called what? spot trading, right? Like if yeah, you just buy a Bitcoin for 30,000, then if it drops 10%, you, you, you just lost 10% and you don't get the... Uh, you, it doesn't happen that your whole Bitcoin gets taken away. And that's kind of like what's yeah. happening if you go with leverage. Uh, the upside is much higher, but the, obviously also the downside is much higher. And mm -hmm. it seems like a lot of people do that in trading. And on days like these, on days like today, um, they all get liquidated and they have basically <laughs> no money. <laughs> yeah, everybody who went money. long two days ago or, ago or or one day ago, they thought, yeah, we're going to the moon. Hell yeah, we're going back to 60 and then 100k. I'm gonna go 10x long. Yeah, they all get liquidated. Yeah, but but everybody yeah. who just bought the Bitcoin for for 40,000 or 45, they still have the amount of Bitcoin that they got. It's just worth a little bit less, right? Mm -hmm. That's or, that's or much less. Uh, I, I, or much. I, I mean, <laughs> what's what's the percentage? 30 percent. From from forty five down to thirty is thirty three percent. So now we are at thirty. Yeah, but it dropped. It dropped. It dropped deeper, right? It dropped deeper and then bounced up quite. Yeah, a lot just, as well. just speaking for right now. Like, you, let's 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 imagine you live in a time zone where we've been asleep until right now, and you just check your phone now. Look at what mm -hmm. you missed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. F fair enough. Uh, uh, but the thing is. Yeah, the 24 hours right now is around 8% only. So that's not that crazy. But if you go seven days, uh, it's almost 30%. So yep. so it, there has been a downward trend, um, a significant downward trend. I wonder, um, because, you know, like we have seen this before, let's be honest. But this time it felt different. It was a bigger drop than other drops. Was it? Uh, I felt I had the feeling, yeah. I think it was different, and I wonder: is that now the beginning of the bear market? You know, like did we? Did was that sixty thousand on Bitcoin or a, was some, that something a, before? Was, was that, that the, the cycle top, top that everybody yes, is talking about? That's that's a big question. I think everybody wants to know that. No idea, huh? <laughs> nobody, nobody can predict that. Here's what I here's what I can say about the technicals with my limited technical knowledge, right? So a um, couple days ago, uh, I talked to, to a few friends about, okay, look, if this thing drops, where is the support? And mm -hmm. two very easy things you can look at are exponential moving averages, and those are lines, basically averages that they basically average the the, the closing. Uh, values of the last period. So if, if you're on the daily chart, it's, it's, it takes the average of the previous closing, uh, previous days, how they close, right? The, the, the daily closing values. And mm -hmm. um, there are a few key values, right? So number one is the 21 exponential moving average. So basically it takes the last 21 days and mm -hmm. every, like all the, the, the 21 Midnight values of those 21 days are being averaged and move uh, and, and weighted exponentially towards the newer values, um, and and that gets you a line that 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 lags behind the actual price, right? Because it's an average, so it it lags behind. If if it goes up, then the 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 uh, the EMA line, the exponential moving average line, doesn't go up as fast. It's following a little bit. And mm -hmm. the more the more prices or the more days you want to average, the the slower this line gets, right? The slower it um, follows the price. So the the common levels are 21, then 50, then 100, and then 200. And those are the the the, the four significant 
um, uh, exponential moving average yeah. lines. Now, okay, if you 21 look at the, days, 50 days, and 100 days. Exactly. Uh, and this, this doesn't only yeah. work for days, but also for weeks and also for hours, right? So 21 hours, 50 hours, mm -hmm. 100 hours, and so on, right? Basically, mm -hmm. these lines act, depending on if you're in a bull market or a bear market, these lines act as support or resistance. I'm just I'm just summarizing very shortly here, uh, some some technical nitwits yeah. In, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or uh, uh, cherry pickers in the in the comments will will point out some some inaccuracies here. But basically that's the gist of it. And if you look at the weekly chart, let me just pull this up on on my screen so that I'm not uh, talking nonsense here. On the weekly chart, where um, where do you go to 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 check your chart? What's your trading resource? View. Trading, trading view. view. Oh, okay. And do you have a? Do you, do you need to sign in for that? Uh, you need to sign in, but it's a free account. You can you can do uh, the the paid version gets you more features, right? You can you can add in more more uh, more advanced stuff and alerts and all that. But the free mm -hmm. version gets you a long way too. So tradingview.com. Yeah, tradingview.com. Um, yeah. So if you if you check the weekly chart, and it doesn't have to be tradingview, right? Because they all should show the same resource, right? But yeah, um, the first, the 21 EMA was at 46,500 roughly. And then the 50 EMA is at 33,500. And those are the support levels. And last week we dropped down to the first support level, the 21 EMA. And now we dropped slightly below the 50 EMA. And now we mm -hmm. rebounded and we are above it right now. So those were the levels that I aimed for dollar cost averaging. Because mm. if you look at it, um, if you look at the chart, I I, I wish I wait, could show wait a this. Wait how, 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 What do you mean? Like uh, you aim for dollar cost averaging? Dollar cost yeah, averaging so, is when you each month or each week or each day you put like just on a regular basis you just buy Bitcoin instead of saying. Yeah. But how so how do you time dollar, it with, uh, dollar with cost average? averaging? Is yeah. So dollar cost averaging is this basically if you have a budget of one thousand dollars and you're like, hey, when do I buy Bitcoin? No doubt you have got this question from from a ton of your friends who just got interested in Bitcoin and they know you're the Bitcoin guy, right? So they ask you, hey, Jonas, when do I buy Bitcoin? And what do you tell them? You don't tell them go all in right now. That's, that's I just... say buy, buy Ether. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, right? But also in <laughs> yeah. Ether. How do, how do you buy Ether, right? How much of that $1,000 do you spend? Yeah, and yeah. here's the thing, like dollar cost averaging basically is um, you don't spend everything at once. You find a target, right? Because you cannot predict what the bottom is. I mm -hmm. mean, the, the better you are at technicals, the higher your likelihood of getting it right is, but it's never 100%, right? And so you're like, okay, I see a support level. If we drop down to the support level, which is the first one that I mentioned was um, 46,500, or what is it? Yeah. Then, um, if it reaches, if we drop down to forty-six and a half thousand, which is the first, the, the the twenty-one weekly moving average, then I'm gonna put my first uh, batch in, which is basically, I don't know, let's uh, out of a thousand dollars, maybe five hundred. I'm gonna mm -hmm. invest five hundred dollars mm -hmm. when we hit that level. If we drop even further than that, then I'm gonna spend the next three hundred or four hundred, maybe, if we go to the next support level. Which is at hey, thirty-three and a half. So, but what? But what? What? What if it just continues to go up? I mean, well, then you just, already have a foot in the door. Then you already invested five hundred, right? No, but if it if it never goes and tests that level, like, how do you invest in when it, when the price goes up? 
if it just goes up, then you then at some point you have what's what's called the the opposite of a support level. Then you're like, okay, in the opposite direction, I have a resistance level. If I'm like, okay, um, what's what's the all-time high now? It's it's sixty-five thousand. If it's mm-hmm. above sixty-five thousand, then we are in price discovery again, right? We are in new all-time high, and we we are we are Bitcoin is gonna try to find a new all-time high after that. So typically, when it breaks an all-time high that it had previously, then or, or a local high for that matter, also significant, then typically it goes a bit higher than that and finds a new high that's that's above that. And there are mm-hmm. different ways where you can find out or where you can make an educated guess as to how far that's gonna continue and, and what where the next high is gonna be. But typically that's you, you have your limits in the opposite direction, right? So at the support levels, you're like, okay, the, the further it drops down, the more and more I invest. And at some point you have like a like a pain limit where it's like, okay, but if we go above this so this this uh resistance line then i know a breakout has happened and we're gonna go a lot higher than this so at that point i'm i'm gonna go screw it screw the dollar cost averaging i'm gonna invest the rest in here now let me just explain how i uh do the dollar cost averaging because that it's basically Mm -hmm. the same idea just uh without looking at the chart so much it's just like every month i take some some money and uh, i just buy on whatever date i just feel like logging in and buying some more so that's perfectly. Even, that's dollar cost yeah. averaging because because you average your, your you, you spend every month you spend like a hundred dollars let's say that after ten mm-hmm. months you have spent one thousand dollars and your average price of investing the one thousand dollars is going to be the average price of your entry points that's that's yes. what it is and mm-hmm. here's the funny thing if you do it just like you mm-hmm. you can you can do the calculation like if what if I what what every time every first day of the month. For the past year, if I just invest uh, one 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 hundred dollars, uh, you would have probably outperformed most expert traders just by <laughs> just by that. No, honestly, it's it's yeah, you don't yeah. even have to do TA at this point. I, I feel, Says the I feel, guy who loves doing TA. Yeah, I, I feel very validated when I hear this and talking to a guy who has like a trading bot and me who is like this really have no idea about trading. Uh, I, I don't know anything about support lines. For me, it's all almost a little bit like astrology. But what yeah. I um, feel and what, what, what I hear now, like kind of um, getting a little bit more educated as well, is that those lines exist. And often it happens because... Um, all the people who believe this stuff, they see the same signals and then they yeah. act almost like together on the same signals, but right? It becomes then... a self-fulfilling prophecy, basically. Exactly, exactly. And I, I can't explain why it happens the way it does. Maybe it is a self-fulfilling prophecy because everybody's looking at the same rules and they they all see the same support and they're all going to buy at that specific point and then mm-hmm. it rebounds. I don't know. I still am convinced that 95% or something like that, people in the market don't even do TA. They don't even know about these resistance or support levels or whatever, or they just do it wrong. Maybe I'm the one who does it wrong. You know, I <laughs> don't even know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, you got to stay humble. You got to stay honest with yourself, especially when it's when it's about money. And uh, yeah, so so... Yeah, I don't know why this stuff works, but TA seems to work. The the market seems to. Maybe there's just some intrinsic, uh, you know, properties of of money flow, 
mm-hmm. that I... that just so happens to to correlate with these moving averages, the twenty one and the fifty and the hundred and and so many more things that I don't even look at, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There has to be some explanation. I can't say why it works. I just know that it sometimes works. <laughs> yeah, but could it also be that uh, a lot of people looking at the same things and kind of react together? And the other thing is also, uh, you know, like the market goes up. Um, as you said before, it, it doesn't really matter when you buy. You just look like a genius uh, because everything just moves up and you're, you're, you are feeling like I've done the right thing because I, I moved up. But me who didn't look at the chart, I also moved up with, with the whole market, right? I mean, right, yeah, uh, everybody like, does. So exactly. yeah, so here's the thing: like you, you will find who's who is a genius and who isn't. If we have a prolonged bear market and all cryptos just suddenly lose value over mm-hmm. t- well, not suddenly, but over time and in steps, but not at the, the, but the steps don't happen at the same time. So that's when you will find find yourself a trader who still makes money in that situation so they know okay now i'm going to exit into this coin that's that, that's going to do a rebound right now while the others drop and then mm-hmm. i'm going to exit at the right time from this and go to the different safe haven coin that's going to rebound at a, at a different point right now while well, well, the one that i was in previously is going to drop after i left right stuff like that if you if you can find somebody who makes good profits in a bear market that's when you know that's a that's an actual trader who knows what they're doing but everybody is a genius and everybody's going to make money in the bull market you, you don't even have to do anything yeah. you can you can do bad trades and reduce your stack and lose mm-hmm. bitcoin you, you you can lose satoshi and still be up mm-hmm. in in dollar value simply because you know everything's just going up faster than you can lose it. Yeah, and and let, let me make said, the, that's that's uh, that's true. Let, let me make the case for um, that we. I, I don't hope that's the case, but l- let me explain why a lot of people now think we might enter into a bear market. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want I don't want to uh, be like the prophet. Uh, who says we go into a bear market because nobody likes bear markets, right? Unless you want to buy a bear. <laughs> when you're in the market for a bear, then then it's... Hey. <laughs> uh, but, but um, I mean, there have been signs of froth and kind of like exuberance uh, just by looking at the top 10. I mean, we have Dogecoin. Let's quickly talk about Dogecoin. Um <laughs> What what the hell is going on with Dogecoin? Why why would anybody buy Dogecoin? Uh, what what do you think about Dogecoin? I, I don't okay. know. I, I didn't invest a single dime in Dogecoin, and I will Same never here. do it. Same here. I'm not uh, touching it. So yeah. So for me, it's I'm only touching coins of which I am convinced of the fundamental value. So Bitcoin has fundamental value because it is limited in supply and it's being developed on in in terms of tech and. Uh, you know, it works. It has the longest track record. That's that's good fundamentals. And so, I, based on supply and demand in the future, I'm guessing the demand will rise relative to the demand today. So it's gonna, based on its uh, limited supply, the value is gonna go up. Mm-hmm. Bingo. That's that's my reasoning for it. That's my case for Bitcoin. Now, Dogecoin does not have the same fundamental values as as bitcoin it just doesn't right it's it's an inflationary asset right it's I, from what i heard it's uh it's a copy of bitcoin with the exception that it's like the uh the, the miners or, or the, the, the uh 
the freshly mined minted coins don't actually decrease. It's capped at two billion extra Doge Doge coins per year. So mm. the the supply is gonna increase. The same as with fiat currency, except that it's not controlled by a single entity. That's the only difference. So I'm not. I, I heard that convinced. they fixed that. Uh, I, I'm not sure exactly what what the tokenomics are, but they're certainly not good. Um, uh, but I'm not sure exactly if that's well, still the case. Good or bad, mentioned. they're just different, yeah. right? They're just different, yeah. and it's an inflationary uh, asset, so the the uh, the price cannot appreciate as quickly over the mm-hmm. long term. I'm I'm speaking about a decade from now or something, as mm-hmm. with Bitcoin, right? Simply because yeah. the, um, the 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 supply increases, and the other thing is, um, in terms of technical uh, developments, it's not getting the same attention as Bitcoin, right? Some guy made it as a joke, and he's not mm-hmm. going to improve on it ever again. But with Bitcoin, you know, Schnorr signatures uh, signatures are coming, uh, you know, uh, uh, what would block stream? That's it. Done. Block stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they're, they're still developing it, right? And uh, well, well, I don't, same with I, Ethereum and Litecoin I, and all those, right? So yeah, I to be honest, I mean, I consider I don't know I don't know much about Litecoin, but I, I consider it kind of like that. Uh, I might be yeah. super wrong. I might be super wrong on that. But uh, and 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 Bitcoin is the word is the coin that where I heard for the first time the word ossification. Have you heard that term? What, I have not. What is ossification? Uh, so. Uh, it's kind of ossified, which means like it turned into a, a bone. Bones are, um, uh, or, yeah. So with the word ossif- "osso," I think it comes from the word "bone." So it's kind of like "verknöchert" uh, in German. It became right, ossified, right, right. Uh, and Bitcoiners, um, such as yours, I consider you a Bitcoiner. Uh, uh, usually say, hey, that's actually positive because, like, okay, nobody can mess with, nobody can really change the the tech anymore it's ossified right. it's kind of like oh. um, settled down and um you so, can always so i question a little bit <laughs> yeah well that that never turns out well right <laughs> well i mean it has it has you know check out ethereum do you know ethereum classic well, yeah, 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 yeah or the yeah, story yeah. there okay. right yeah, ethereum true. classic it, uh, is actually the, the is actually the original one and that would mm. be you know, but at some True. point the the community decided, look, there has been a hack on this massive exchange, and lots of Ethereum has been is now in the hands of criminals. So mm-hmm. let's fork it to uh, yeah, a block yeah. prior to this event, and that is Ethereum Good point. now. Good point. And Ethereum Classic had to change the name from Ethereum to Ethereum Classic simply because the community agreed. The community of miners mm-hmm. agreed, mm-hmm. and uh, there we go. So and now what if, what if what if a fork happens of Bitcoin? Suddenly, there's two identical Bitcoin strands, right? So uh, yeah. th- 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 this was the same with Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin Gold and Bitcoin fucking SV, right? <laughs> they they're all the same at the, at that point when they got forked. They're all identical, right? Yeah. So yeah. how do you make that distinction? From yeah. then on, it's the miners, the mining community, who decides. Okay, look, we're gonna go with this project. Or we're going to go with the other project, and whoever gets the longest chain wins, and that's the one that gets to keep the name mm-hmm. Bitcoin. And uh, with Bitcoin, you know, whenever there's going to be an update on on Bitcoin, it's it's going, or, or whenever there's going to be, you know, a a, a difference in or, or a change in tech, then we're going to have the exact same scenario. 
Mm -hmm. Only with with Bitcoin Cash, there was a conflict of interest. So there were two different parties who wanted a different outcome. But uh, with, with, with Bitcoin as we know it today, if everybody just agrees on, yeah, we want the new tech, we want the Schnorr signatures, everybody gets to keep their identical coins. Then there's gonna be a fork, but we don't, we won't feel it as a fork because nothing's gonna change for us. Mm-hmm. Because, because right. uh, basically everybody's aligned on the change, and exactly, uh, so it, it's kind of a soft fork, and the, there won't be much. Um, I guess fighting you could call it, it that. Yeah. yeah, I guess you okay. could call it that. And the other, the 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 the, the non-updated part is just going to be neglected and is just not going to continue. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to mind that, and then yeah. the, the blocks. We'll just it's like hold. how you call that indistinct uh, that you, everybody has that nobody knows why it's there in in your body, uh, you know that kind of kind of ah uh, the, like the, the part blinter. of your intestine um, yeah yeah like the this blinter. little appendix I think that's ah, the, appendix. the appendix yeah it, it will be yeah. there uh, and people will be what was that exactly then then somebody else some guy with his laptop is gonna continue mining those bitcoins and he's gonna get fifty bitcoins every day. Because he mines 100% of the blocks with his laptop, right? <laughs> Nobody's going to use his coins, but, you know. <laughs> and, 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 we, and we are back full circle because what you said is exactly what happened with Ethereum Classic, which is the, 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 the original Ethereum, the classic Ethereum yeah. that people flocked to as well. And obviously, uh, the price increased as well uh, during this. Yeah, there, but there's no the decoupling. Like, he, everything he, goes up together. It's, there's still no Here's an idea. Here's an idea. Yeah. You can use shitcoins that have no fundamental value. For example, Dogecoin. No insult to Dogecoin, right? It's a funny project, right? But it's like, it's not supposed to go up like it has been, right? Mm-hmm. Then you can see, okay, if this goes up, then you know we are in some sort of hype cycle people start investing in things without knowing what they're investing into and that is bound to crash at some point right so as long as doge goes up you know okay hey this is this is my thermometer this is my indicator of you know people investing and pouring more and more money into stuff that has no fundamental value Mm -hmm. and then when that crashes we in hindsight we could have used that as as an alarm bell like oh this crashed now People came to their senses. Now suddenly everybody's smart and they know, oh, Dogecoin has no fundamental value. Now, of course, we know it's not the case that everybody suddenly turned smart and knew what, what's wrong with Dogecoin. But what we know is suddenly people stop pouring money into stuff they don't know about. Well, right? Yeah. So, well, yeah. And that's, well, that's, let's face it, still in this day and age, 99% of the people investing at all don't know what they're investing into, mm-hmm. right? I don't even yeah. fully understand everything. <laughs> how can I? How can I expect you know some 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 newbie who just comes in and who who doesn't have a technical understanding to 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 know what they're investing into? They see Dogecoin, they see Elon Musk, this tech guru, this this super accomplished uh, tech entrepreneur. He invests in Dogecoin, so I'm gonna invest in Dogecoin simply because mm-hmm. he did it. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that he did it for a joke. <laughs> but that, that's right? the thing. Like uh, what I heard, wh- why he is investing. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen this video going around where he is basically saying, I mean, he's aware that Dogecoin was a joke, but he says, um, you know, wouldn't it be uh, kind of like the the funniest thing or, or not only funny, like almost like this guy thinks we are living in, in, in the 
in a simulation or whatever. Uh, I, ca- I cannot really formulate it properly, but l- let's say... No, 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 he, no. he is... can't prove that we don't. That's the difference. Yeah, He's yeah, not convinced yeah. that we do, but he can't prove that we don't. And nobody can. So, yeah, fair point. But, but, he, fair point. but he says, like, uh, you know, like in a... Wouldn't it be the, the funniest thing or, like, the, uh, the most unlikely, and that's why more likely uh, that something that was created as a joke becomes kind of like the the dominant cryptocurrency you know you know like i think that's his way interesting of thinking. Like, take like, interesting like, take i've seen a video where he explains it uh, very um and I, I might funny? i might cut it in here where t- that you can hear it in his words but basically he's saying like you know like the world is so crazy that that's actually the more likely thing to happen uh, and i think he really loves wins. that idea yeah i mean he yeah, loves that possibly, idea possibly <laughs> i mean we all saw what happened now right and yeah, we can all we can all speculate whether this is just a correction or the beginning of the bear market, right? We can all speculate this now. Yeah. But yeah, can, so can you, far. Can you speculate a little bit? I, I, I need some, I need some, I need some guidance. A lot of people right. look for okay. guidance. So I'm I'm gonna say this now, and some people won't like to hear this, but it's okay. like if this, if this was the top and this was the, the 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 cycle top now that everybody hyped up into. I'd be number one disappointed. Like, this is it. This is this is lame. Like 60k. That's that's kind of kind of underwhelming, right? I'd be disappointed. And then on the other side, um, uh, I would I would make the case that for a newbie investor, it would be too much of a risk to sell Bitcoin at that point because um, the, the 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 risk of missing out further upside is greater than you know, going down from 60K to whatever we have now, like 30K and then rebound and then continuing this bull market for years from now. You know what I mean? So it's like, had I known this was coming or, I mean, of, of course, I mean, at 60K, we were overvalued. We haven't touched the 21 weekly moving average for, for a long time. And we, we all knew, or everybody who does TA knew that at some point we have to correct down to the 21 EMA and then maybe rebound and continue the up cycle. But now we went down to the 50, so a lot further down than that. So it's like, you know, would you have sold at the 21 moving average, right? So at 46,000, mm-hmm. it didn't feel like a cycle top, right? Um, there, there were many indications that it could have gone a lot higher. And, uh, you know, now we know it went down to the 50 moving average. Would you have sold at the 21? And honestly speaking, even in hindsight, I would have said no. The risk of missing out on further upside is too too great. Instead, mm-hmm. I would have I would have bought more at the 21 EMA, just because you know it's a correction down to a very familiar level, right? The 21 moving average that is a that is a good support. So, I imagine lots of people bought at 46,000, and they're maybe a little bit mad now, or they are dollar cost averaging and they pre-plan for this. And they're like, all right, at the 21, I'm going to buy. If it goes further down to the 50, mm-hmm. I'm going to buy more. So, so, so what is your, what is your guess? How, how will it continue? I know I put you on the spot cause nobody knows, but, uh, let, let me give you, let me give my guess. Um, if we go into bull mar- uh, into a bear market, I believe it will be much shorter than the other ones because there's just too much good stuff happening and uh, people are excited about the tech and uh, you know a lot of cool stuff is built on Ethereum and other coins other layer ones launching their smart contracts blah 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 I I believe we would bounce back lots of new tech is still coming in 
Right. Okay. So so let me let's let's roll out of let's let's explore a few thoughts on bear market or not. Um, number one, um, the the Wall Street cheat sheet. Do you remember that? You can maybe if you, if you make a video no. out of this, you can you What's can that? pull up a. Okay. So um, the Wall Street cheat sheet. You can you can Google that on your laptop right now, and everybody yeah, at home watching, you can Google that too. It's basically a market cycle and the emotions attached to each phase of it. Ah, oh, the hype so, cycle. Yeah, yeah, the hype cycle. Oh, you know cycle. it as the hype cycle. Oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, oh, yeah. this has been around for much longer than Bitcoin has existed. This, is, this has been around for decades. Basically, when, when stocks trading became a thing and people noticed, oh, look, stuff moves in, in cycles. That's Or, or we, we have a top and a down. You know, you can analyze what, what, what the people felt at each stage. So at the beginning, you have the hope and then there's a little drop. You no, notice there's not a single number, no percentage, no number anywhere on that sheet. It's mm -hmm. literally just, you know, emotions attached to price movement. So in, in during the top, I want to bring your attention to the top when it says, wow, excitement, euphoria. It's like, wow, we, we're, we're going to go up forever because we have broken every barrier that we thought was resistance. And uh, wow, this is now Elon Musk is in here. Finally, it happened. We have arrived. This is a new world order. Now Bitcoin is going to rule the world. <laughs> that's 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 when you're there. That's the most dangerous part. And let's 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 circle back a little bit. Um, on YouTube, all the videos extremely bullish. Everybody hyped. All the crypto YouTubers chill in Dubai right now, on vacation. Everybody was promising the the, the green of the. I don't know, <laughs> you know, it, it's <laughs> yeah. just green candles. <laughs> yeah. Right? So we were hyped. There was enough of that hype right now. So now we are dropping down and there's a rebound. Check the check the cheat sheet right after that. There's a little mm -hmm. rebound, which is basically, mm -hmm. okay, this is just a correction. We, we, we can still move higher, mm -hmm. right? But that second top in that cheat sheet is a little bit lower. I don't have it open right now. I'm walking the through my flat. Co complacency, it says there. We just need to cool off. For the next yeah. rally. Yeah, we just needed to correct. This is just a correction. It's not not a bear market, just a correction. But we we go higher now, right? Yeah. So basically, so after you're saying we're there, we 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 are in this kind of low between the. Or if you I don't know yet. No, 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 no. no okay. here, here's here's the condition. Okay. So we are rebounding now, right? So we had a massive drop today, and now we are rebounding, right? We are already a lot higher than what we dropped to. We dropped to like thirty thousand or something, and now we are at thirty-five or thirty-eight. Let me just let me just check the uh, no, chart right it's, now. Yeah, uh, dollars. It's uh, 30, 38, yeah, 30, 5, thirty-eight 5. Oh, depending on the exchange, right? Yeah. yeah. But we were down at thirty. Let's just put it in, in even numbers. Yeah. So we are already. What is eight thousand out of thirty thousand? That's like thirty percent up again. It, it, in mm. a couple of hours, right? Thirty percent moving down and up. You know, mm -hmm. just no insane movements right now so we are rebounding now if we make another top if we make another bow and we go up to 46 and 50 and then come down again then the second top that we have made is lower than the first top we have made we don't mm -hmm. have a higher high anymore we didn't go into price discovery mode anymore instead we created a weaker high we couldn't break yeah. the previous resistance of the previous all-time high, then uh, if, if, if that's what's going to happen and we, we, we come back down again without making a new 
high, then uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to continue down. So and this okay. is, it's it's the beginning of the bear market in that sense. So if oh. if in a bull market, of course, the definition of the bull market is well, no, not the definition, but what happens in a bull market is that you have new all-time highs all the time, basically. Not all the time, mm-hmm. but regularly, every couple of weeks, every month or so, you have a new all-time high. Right? Yeah. That needs to happen. Yeah. We have we have to break the 65k at some point if we want to continue the the, the bull market. So, so very simply put, right? If we don't break the 65k, we, we're not in a bull market anymore. Sorry. And then, of and course, then we can w- go into the technicals, like if if, the, if there's a death cross and the the lines switch places and MACD and whatnot, then does that makes no sense to talk about that in in a podcast, right? Because we don't see the screens. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, but, but but basically, what you're saying is uh, now what's happening in the next couple of weeks will determine if we are in a bull market or not. So exactly. let's hope it, it, it continues to go higher. And if not, then we might go in a bull market. And then would you, if you know you're in a bull market, are you selling all your coins? Or what's what's the no, protocol? Fuck that. I'm, I don't even trade anymore. Just just keep everything. No, just <laughs> I, I'm past Ride it, that it all the way down to the lowest lows. Yeah. Because again, I'm I'm scared of missing out upside more than I'm uh, greedy to to catch more 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 at the down low, right? But, I might but, I but, might but, still I might still just pour a... some extra money in because I have a job and all that, right? So all right, so so we'll you're see. a hodler at the end. You you're you you have a crypto trading bot, but at your heart you're a hodler. I, I, I let I my bot do it because that's automated and I know the numbers, right? So as soon as the bot is online, I'm back online as well. Yeah, but manually. Staying up until five, checking the charge and that. No, <laughs> no I've just passed that. <laughs> no, but why you, you you could just you don't uh, have to do wait that. You wait don't a have month buy again lower. Like you don't yeah, have to stay up. Yeah, but what if it so goes long. up in that month? Yeah, but then the hype side, the the cheat sheet is not working anymore. <laughs> Maybe you know it doesn't. Mean? Maybe this time it's going to be. be different. You know, it's we we could make <laughs> tons of arguments here, but it's just I'm I'm just not trading. I'm just not. I don't think okay. it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, no, no that's, that's, I, I totally respect that. That's just think I can, it's funny. I because... will make predictions. I will make predictions, but I'm not going to stay up and uh, click buttons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I will make predictions, and let, let's 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 go through different thoughts now, right? So we had the cheat sheet. And of mm-hmm. course, there's there's no can we say I mean what this this doesn't look like if you look at the chart it's a rounded top, it's not a massive explosion like in 2017. Compare that to 2017, there was a massive green candle, then a second top a couple weeks later, and that was not as high as the previous top. And then um, yeah, so that's that's basically yeah. If you compare this to 2017. We had in there we had a massive explosion and then from then on it basically went down a secondary mm-hmm. top which wasn't as high but it's very steep angles. Now if mm-hmm. you look at what we have now up to the 65, it's like a rounded top. Like we touched 60,000 like four times almost. One we were 58 and a half, then we were 61, then we were 61 again, and then recently we went 59 and a half, right? And in mm-hmm. between there we went 65 at some point, like an outlier. But it's like yeah. this is not a one candle that was like, you know, bombing up to the to the top and then crashing back down again. 
this looks like, I mean, this is rounded. We, we spent a lot more time at the all-time high or near the all-time high than we did in 2017. How long, how long was Bitcoin over $19,000? Like two days, maybe, or, or, or mm-hmm. three days, right? And how long was Bitcoin over 60000 I mean, this is a month or longer, you know? It's like, so, so this doesn't, this, this already looks different. Maybe some technical guy in the comments can can tell exactly what what the difference here is and if there's words for it. But I can tell. Okay, this this looks already a lot different than than the previous top that we had. And, and normally, you know, hype cycle tops they look way more like explosions and less like you know slowly cooling off and reversing direction. Mm-hmm. So so mm-hmm. that's that's an argument for look. This is this looks different. It doesn't quack like a duck, so it's not a duck, right? Okay. So, now so, with with yeah. the hype cycle. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot measure, um, you know, hype. How do you measure that? How do you put that in numbers? Now we are seventy percent or eighty percent hyped on YouTube. What, what does it, What does that mm-hmm. mean, right? You, so you can't say. I mean, there's no doubt there is euphoria on YouTube, or there was at sixty thousand dollars and more. No doubt, right? But yeah, it's reflected in the prices, I would say. Yeah, but also I mean, if you if go you, back a year buy... or so, there was also euphoria, just not as much. So what's what's the threshold? Mm. Right? It's purely subjective. So in hindsight, we can analyze the cycle that has happened, and then we can compare it to the to the um, to the Wall Street cheat sheet and see. Oh yeah, we we can learn lessons from it in hindsight. That's that definitely. But for predictive, it's a lot harder. I'm not saying it doesn't work, but. To predict something using the cheat sheet, that's that's one of the many tools you have to use. And now we did that, right? So we, yeah, we we see. I mean, we we had hype, right? Definitely, but it's mm-hmm. like maybe this is just cooling off, and maybe we're gonna make a new all-time high that's higher than 65, and then it's it's all green again, and we're gonna continue, uh, you know, until the end of the year. What what do you think about? Um, and th- this is another total different thing. But uh, a lot of people uh, expect that, at least in the bubble I'm following, and you you might have a total different view. I expect that from you. Uh, what do you think about the flippening? The flippening is when Ethereum could overtake Bitcoin in market ah, cap. In market cap, possible, possible. Because okay, here's the thing: Ethereum went absolutely in the time that we. Um, in the time that Bitcoin stayed close to its all-time high of 60 to 65,000, uh, Ethereum has doubled in value, right? It went from 2,000 to 4,000. So, mm-hmm. you know, market cap for Ethereum has doubled as well in that time. Now, of course, it all came crashing down again, blah, blah, blah. We, we, we saw it all. But let's just analyze that. So in that time, the Bitcoin dominance has gone down a lot. And when it goes down below 50%, we call that altcoin season because Bitcoin itself, like that one coin, is less than half of the entire market cap of the crypto space, right? Mm-hmm. And um, now, yeah, now it's at 41% currently. Yeah, so technically we're in altcoin season. Um, so and and Ethereum, so so that, that's point one. We are in altcoin season. Number two. Um, Lots of Ethereum projects and lots of Ethereum news, which is all positive for, for Ethereum and the, the price of Ethereum, have been coming out in the recent weeks and are still coming out, right? So we know about Matic, like the, the Polygon sidechain. We mm-hmm. know about you know Uniswap. 
sushi swap all those dexes built on top of ethereum or or on top of matic which is an ethereum side chain you know mm-hmm. quick yep. swap also a very good one um you know so so the market is yeah. still moving and and what we've also proven is that all the ethereum killers right remember eos still in the top 20 is top top 10 coin but is there uh, uh you know stuff happening on the uh eos chain to the extent that it's on the ethereum chain not at no, all not right at all. Mm-hmm. all these new i mean there's probably similar projects and they probably also work fine but not not in the volume and in the in the in the mass as as with ethereum so ethereum in the time when bitcoin was stagnating at its all-time high ethereum was improving massively in terms of market cap in terms of project builds as well as technical development right there's you know there's supposed to be a new update coming with ethereum that's gonna bring more i mean the the, the promise scalability scalability and lower lower uh, transaction prices and all that and proof of stake and yada yada all that you know Mm -hmm. all that stuff is i don't know when that's coming and they don't know either but it's coming at some point i'm confident in that in the business they're the best uh, developers right yeah so it's it's possible Oh wow! Abs- I mean, okay. not in possibly not in this season. So because now now we have to actually compare market caps. So Bitcoin has to suffer a lot in terms of price, like go down a lot more, and Bitcoin has to stay up at 4K and continue a lot higher until it uh, overtakes Bitcoin. So and that is just not happening this season. Maybe later when all these exchanges, like the DEXs that have been built on on ethereum if they become as popular as binance i mean okay this is unfair comparison but if they just grow in value more and more and more mm-hmm. and more there's the, the, like the use case and the demand for ethereum just grows bigger and bigger and bigger if we see that over the years it can overtake bitcoin at some point absolutely no problem but here's the thing at some point the good news about ethereum are gonna take a break and at some point all these you know right right now we're in the explosion phase where new projects just grow out of the ground like mushrooms and that's going to take a break at some point too and it's very possible that in that time you know the good news for bitcoin are going to start pouring in right the schnorr signatures and the the other updates and you know elon musk buying and, and tesla buying even more bitcoin and you know whatever <laughs> so yeah. and then the the market cap for the biggest cryptocurrency is going to grow even bigger and it's going to be harder for Ethereum to catch up again. But, you know, it's absolutely possible in the future, but just not, I don't see it happening in this cycle. All right. I think that's a good uh, closing statement. Time see. flies, man. I, yeah, I thought yeah. this, it feels like 20 minutes, right? And since it's unscripted, we, we just... We just go crazy and we just great. sorry about that <laughs> no no not sorry that that was great um thank you very much for coming on so sh- on short notice uh, i really enjoyed that I-, I need to drop this very soon because it's all about right now uh, we're talking about yeah, price etc that's time sensitive time, sensitive, time sensitive in the table and 20 exclamation marks and maybe maybe uh, find find a guy who, who does the o face the omg face and put red arrows in the in the thumbnail yeah. all that you know exactly. generate those clicks and where where can people find you christian uh absolutely nowhere 
You don't want to be found, right? <laughs> on, on this on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe I'll set something up if there's demand for it. Maybe we'll set something up for next time. Perfect. Thank you so much, Christian.